this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A gamble. A ledge. That crazy frog. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we have successfully watched every season of Tales from the Dark Side, every season of Monsters, and we are now watching some of our favorite anthology horror movies. We love anthology horror, and I am Matt Noss. With me, my two best friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! Woo! Hi, Matt. Hey, Hi. We're in um we're in the second part of Cat's Eye, um sweet sweet Cat's Eye, a little episode we like to call the Ledge. Um, last week we kicked it off. Um, we had a lot of fun talking about um oh Quitters, Quitters Incorporated, <laughs> Quitters Incorporated. Uh, but this week we're talking about the Ledge. It is customary around these parts that we do guess what the uh, the episode is about. Based on title alone. So who would like to go first? I can go. Oh, oh Matt, oh. Matt has his hand up. I, go ahead. I, had, yeah, I had my hand up. Sorry. Yes, you did. I know. <laughs> the ledge. <clears throat> in the Parkview Estates, there is a room on the 12th floor avoided by all the workers. It sits empty and alone. The, lad won't rent, <laughs> the landlord won't rent it out. For it has the ledge. The ledge that kills. <laughs> 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 I love it. Jen, what do you got? I've got 97.2 The Ledge, Denver's number two home for classic rock. Everyone's been replaced with a doppelganger. They look, sound, and act the same, except for one difference. Their love of country music. Also, they're werewolves. There it is. (laughs) The Ledge. This Sunday at the Silver Dome. You can buy the whole seat, but you'll only need the ledge. Oh, man. Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. Last week, Jen gave us some information about Cat's Eye, but let's get some sweet deets about the ledge. Yeah, so some sweet deets about the ledge. Sweet deets. Uh, Sweet deets. Uh, Robert Hayes plays Johnny Norris, tennis pro Johnny Norris, uh, tennis pro Johnny Norris, a.k.a. I don't know why I've said this four fucking times now. Do you play me. tennis, <laughs> tennis pro Johnny Ryan Norris? Norris. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just having a little... Look. Wow, it is a fountain of blood out of your nose over there. <laughs> I was trying to click over to an article about Robert Hayes, and that was my very subtle stall technique. Oh, Johnny Norris. just Robert a... Hayes plays Johnny Norris, tennis player. Robert Hayes, best known... <laughs> Uh, Robert Hayes starred in Airplane and Airplane 2. Uh, he was also the voice of Tony Stark in cartoons in the 90s, in the Iron Man cartoon, Spider-Man animated series, and uh, Incredible Hulk. He was uh, David Kaczynski, Ted Kaczynski's brother, uh, in the uh, Unabomber TV movie. Uh, I found this great article from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Uh, he broke his in in 2008 uh his parents died and he went surfing on christmas eve and uh bumped the bottom and shattered uh his c2 uh he grabbed his head and was holding on to uh like his chin bone and just kept like pressing up on it and apparently that is the only thing that saved him from being, being paralyzed like a, yeah from being a, like a quadriplegic uh oh his gosh. c2 was so shattered there was nothing to do but wait for the tiny pieces to grow back together uh he had just miraculously kept his head at exactly the correct position until he oh, uh, wow. until he was able to get some help 
Whoa. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. His Every time he sees his doctor, he says, uh, his doctor tells him that he is a miracle. Hmm. So, I hope it doesn't uh, go just, to your head there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I just point something out? Yes, please. I think, I think that Stephen King has a real problem with tennis pros. Because if you think about it, this tennis pro is um, is cheating on uh, or is is sleeping with a woman who's married. Mm-hmm. Look at Cujo. In Cujo, the mother is sleeping with a tennis pro. Look at Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's right. Andy Dufresne's wife is sleeping. With, I think he was a tennis pro or a golf pro. I forget. Yeah, but yeah. Regardless. I think Stephen King has some problems with tennis pros. Just saying. Look, if you're a pro at tennis, you slay that puss. That's right. I think according we all... to Stephen King, <laughs> he saw one cocksmith who happened to be a tennis happened to be pro. a tennis player, and and there it is. Ken McMillan played Cressner, uh, most famously known as. Uh, did you guys recognize him? Do you know what he was from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recognize, but I, I you can't place. Uh, where he's what from, if but he I had? Know. What if he had a bunch of weird pus coming out of him? I was like, he's from June, sort of right? Pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, he's right, Baron Harkonnen. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's Baron Harkonnen <laughs> in Dune. Uh, had a small part in Amadeus. He was Constable Parkins Gillespie in the 1979 TV movie Salem's Lot. Oh, Salem's Lot. Yep. yep. Uh, was in 24 episodes of Rhoda. Was in a lot of other TV stuff. Candy Clark was not even credited with a name. She was just the wife. Uh, oh, she was in American Graffiti. She was in The Man Who Fell to Earth, Zodiac. And I think we talked about this last week, but originally the story was not intended to be in the movie. Originally it was going to be Sometimes They Come Back. Yeah, they come Dino back. De Laurentiis said, no, let's make that into an actual feature. And so Stephen King decided to put in the ledge. Uh, not having seen this, but having read the books, I wasn't really looking forward to this one. I, I always thought this was sort of a boring story. And it's it's a simple story, but actually I think it was done quite well in here. Mm-hmm, it was. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you didn't know, I've heard that man lives in the sunlit world. Of what no. he believes to be reality. But there is. It's unseen by most. An, an underworld. underworld. Oh, it's a place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. It's a real dark it's side. It's a dark side. It's a dark side. <laughs> fucking dark side. Welcome to the dark side. We've got Matt. What was whips the, what was chains. their voice? Yeah, fucker. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say you kind of sound like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me check in the back. Uh, this is a really weird mouth move. Wait, hold on. That, that went that went from Buffalo Bill to Sylvester Stallone. I'd fuck me. Hey Adrian, I'd fuck me. Hey, I'd uh, I'd uh, cradle the balls and work the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, Matt. Stop. Stop. Now Jen goes. Jen, keep going. <laughs> if I could change. And you can change. <laughs> put, uh, the put the lotion in the, in the basket. <laughs> yep. The door for the dark side swings wide open. And it's a cat honking on a wiener. <laughs> oh, cat honking on a bobo. <laughs> this cat is going for it. This wean dog is cooked up over a hobo <laughs> fire. And that kitty cat is like, yes, please. Now, uh, it looked like they were offering this hot dog to the cat. Yeah. <coughs> but well, then, they were offering no, to share then, it. Oh, and the cat, like, started, started eating this too greedy much of the cat, hot dog. Is it? Yeah, he's... I think they were just giving the cat a couple of bites before they went and ate the rest of the hot dog that had the cat saliva on it, which, f- fine. Uh, Jen, these are, these are hobos. I think it's that they nice have eaten they far them. worse things. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I just, it's very nice I got they were giving the cat the hot dog. I got mad at the hobo that shooed it away. Like, yeah. shoo that well, cat away. One hobo. Did I ever tell part of that you, hot dog. Did I ever tell you about the um, the the terrible what ended up getting picked up by trauma movie that I worked on? Like, I don't know, fifteen. Is that where you ago? made like the the gelatin glass? And yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
one of the scenes is after a hot dog eating contest and uh, the winner gets his stomach slit open and all of these hot dogs pour out and it's great. Uh, and the bit after it was Handsome Pete, uh, my, my dog, R.I.P., <laughs> Uh, would run up and we're like, he'll just like chew on a hot dog and it'll be funny. Cause all, cause yeah. So like, it's this explosion of like, I don't know, 50 hot dogs. So we do the effect, we cut the, the fake stomach, everything pours out. We let handsome Pete run up there. And I have never seen a dog unhinge his jaw and start swallowing hot dogs whole. It was like watching a competitive eater, but he like in like two seconds got down three hot dogs. And I was like, wait, stop, stop. He's going to, he's going to get sick. Yes. Yes. That, he dog, is. that dog was in hot dog heaven. And now he's in real hot dog heaven. Cause he has uh, crossed that rainbow bridge. Yes, he has. Uh, anyway, he was a good dog. He was a good sweet dog. Pooch. He was a, good he was a sweet pooch. Um, and this is also a sweet kitty cat who gets all the way over to Atlantic City. So let me just say, all right, now that we're in our second one, I know why it's called Cat's Eye. I know that it's all about the third act and the payoff of the third act, mm-hmm. that we need this cat for the third act. But is it a good spine for this movie? It's, you know, not having, I, I think maybe we hold this discussion until we see the third act and see how well it pays off. It doesn't bother me, I guess. Um, I, I've seen, I've seen worse devices. It's, it's definitely uh, a little ham fisted, but this it one, is, it is absolutely, this one shoehorned definitely felt scenes. like. How the fuck did this cat get from New York City to Atlantic City? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, what, I, I thought that on the end of the the last one, it was on oh, like yeah, a, he was in that uh, car that had that, that bumper sticker that said Atlantic City or bus. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. You're right. Well, no, he was I thought I thought his he... tuna cans for a bunch of chips. Meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> All right. Well, here's your ticket, kitty cat. I know. <laughs> I've never seen a cat bring six hundred empty tuna cans. He was he was on the side of the road with that little sign hanging in his mouth, trying to hitch a ride that said Tony Orlando and Dawn or bust. He had a little he had a little bindle that just had a fish carcass. <laughs> yeah, Matt, did you forget all of that? All those fish tails hanging out of that little knapsack. Oh, Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one knows. Um, <laughs> okay, I will say, yes, they're, they make it happen. Yes, they do make it happen with the cat traveling, but it's also preposterous. Of course, yes, very uh, much so. Yeah. But, hey, we are where we are, and we've got Bright Likes Big Kitty, and... Uh, <laughs> How long have you been saying that? I was going to say, Dude, you wait for that, episodes? Unfortunately, now that, you know, I've got that dad power to make terrible oh, puns. That's great. Uh, God bless you. Moments notice. That was not even planned. But, uh... So we, uh, we get another message from Drew Barrymore who communicates with a cat through so, commercial advertising. So this is the strangest commercial I've ever seen. What are they advertising for? Oh, it it's gobblers? Can, can, you just, can you just play it? Because yeah, I, it, it defies explanation. So please. Yeah, because there is a moment where she goes, it's gobbler time. Now... I have, but I don't know if Gobbler is the name of the the thing that we're seeing the because the cat or dog or doll or whatever the hell goes. Well, they're putting into it. A well, cat. it looked like it was a it looked like it was a real dog. Come on, Darcy, it's Gobbler time. Oh no, that's a cat. I'm sorry. Okay, it is a cat. Okay, gobblers food. is a cat food. Okay. So she's putting a cat in a high chair to have gobblers. And then she comes in as a projection. Not and she's in the commercial and then on top of the commercial is a projection of Drew Barrymore saying, yes. It's still coming for me. 
You're my yeah, only you hope. Here. Obi-Wan, so the cat Kat-nobi. I'm not yeah. proud of that. <laughs> but it did work. <laughs> I give it a four. Yeah, um, solid four out of a hundred. I would be six. <laughs> solid four out of a hundred. Um, I just I, I I have to point out how completely unrealistic that commercial is because <laughs> that would be one dead little girl if she tried to do that with with a cat, like picking it up and putting it in a high chair and and putting a fucking I don't know. Bib on that's it or why something? I thought it was a dog because a dog, if the dog was going to get dogs food, the dog will do bibs. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing you got to know about a dog. Yeah. Love bibs. Give a dog a bib. Best friend. He'll eat for a day. <laughs> you teach a dog to bib, <laughs> he'll eat for a lifetime. Yeah, there you go. Gobblers. <laughs> All right. Well, then we get uh, what Matt aptly called. Vegas casino 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 casino. (laughs) yeah it's not Vegas it's it's Atlantic City let's not mince words here so we get casino 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 and Mr. C Mr. Kressner Mr. Kressner he is pressing the flesh everybody loves him but then in the meantime he gets a little one-on-one with his main man to find out that his wife and her lover are being tracked, and uh, I think I think the guy says, "Don't worry, Ducky's right on it," or something. Yep, Ducky is right on it. So uh, he's he's is is this guy like a peer of his? The the guy that was with the woman. I have to imagine. Yes, I think this is supposed to be his casino, right? That's what I. That's what I figured was that it was his casino because he had like the penthouse right yeah yeah i thought this was his his place so mm-hmm. this is just some some fancy pants regular who's in town or friend or something who's with maybe some, he owns a rival casino let's say that sure uh with some some bimbo and they see um the cat is trying to run across the street and like and, and getting a little frogger with it yeah it was matt hated this like, part I did, I did not like this part at all. And yeah. the, so the woman, the, the woman, oh, she she's the worst. She's uh, just a, a giant piece of trash. I called her harlot uh, for the rest of her scene uh, because she says, you know, my dad said that cats should just be drowned after they stop playing with spools and yarn or whatever she says. I don't know. Whatever. She's garbage. That classic turn of phrase. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and like so I was like, always oh, said. Time to drown the cat because they've stopped playing with the spools. It really yeah, rolls I, off I the dad tongue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I immediately wanted her and her boyfriend to be run over by a truck. So well, maybe they did. Very, maybe they died. I was very accident. disappointed. Yeah, you never know. Well, you know we, that's right. They could have died off screen. That's yeah. that's a good point, Jen. Thank yeah. Uh, and he makes uh, Baron Harkonnen makes a bet with. Uh, the douchebag and his his gal pal uh, bets two thousand dollars that the cat makes it across lives. the street. The yeah, cat lives, um, and they bet no. Um, and then they start like trying to call the kitty across the street. Him and his girlfriend, which seemed yeah. like for a minute she seemed concerned. She's like, "Oh, the cat's gonna yeah. get hit. Oh, two thousand dollars is on the line. Come here, good. Come here, puss, puss. Get right yeah. under that tire. I will puss, shoot puss. it with this gun yeah. I have in my handbag." <laughs> That's filled with cocaine. <laughs> the cat does not get hit. The cat makes it across the street and causes a, a multiple car accident. And nobody yes. bats a fucking eye. That's just Atlantic City, baby. That's how it works. Uh, so, Cressner, uh, um, he says that the cat is good luck. And so he takes the cat up to the penthouse. Like... This could be a street street cat, dude. This could have diseases. This could, like, it could scratch you and bite you and stuff. Like, no way. It's time to fuck this lucky cat. I was gonna say, I <laughs> yeah. If you've watched Dune, he's gonna he gonna fuck that cat. Um. So he tells as he's getting in his limo, he tells uh, Ducky to order the hit. Um. Maybe this is a good time to take a break. I think this is a good time to take a break. Yeah, probably. All right, we'll be back uh, with more transmissions from the dark side after this. 
I love the good life, the excitement, and I love VIP treatment. So you come here, take a look. This player's club card saves you big at some of the finest resorts of the world. Atlantic City, Las Vegas, Reno, Lake Tahoe, the Caribbean. And there are no strings attached. You can stay in one hotel, see a show in another, and dine in still another. Like here at Resorts International in Atlantic City. Players Club makes saving money easy. I kept track and we saved over $200 this weekend. As a member of the Players Club, you can kiss those long registration and show lines goodbye. We got right in on the VIP line and saved $30 in tickets. Players Club operators are waiting. Call right now and you'll get information about a special deal. Two round trip Super Saver airfares. Two complimentary room nights in Atlantic City or Las Vegas with a membership in Players Club. You can't beat the deal, so call now. You're sitting out there thinking, <laughs> how did I get so handsome and why is now my how'd life... you like to make a bet? Oh, shit. If you like going to where the action doesn't stop, to places like Las Vegas, the Caribbean, Atlantic City... Okay, he is wasted. <laughs> yeah, he almost fell okay. over. Okay, so this is Telly Savalas for Players Club. Let's start that again. He is that first one that we just played. He's holding it together. He's mm -hmm. fine. This one, they're like, oh. that like, I have a feeling that he found out what the Players Club International actually was doing to these poor people, <laughs> but he needed the money too. So he's just like, well, here's what my requirements are. Two times what you're paying me and a bottle of wild turkey. <laughs> All right, uh, let them rip. Now, how would you like to make a bet? If you like going to where the action doesn't stop, to places like Las Vegas. Okay, okay. Listeners, please. It's Telly Savalas Players Club International commercial. It's him standing in front of a Red Riviera sign. He is moving his hand like an air traffic controller. He is gone. He is out of his nut. He cannot nut. keep them in frame. He is out of his nut. Like, he is looking at that camera like it's his best friend. He yeah, doesn't. Like, like, when you're really, really drunk. But then you try to act sober. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. doing he's doing an ace job. Let's start I'm over. I'm fine. Hey, we're having a good time. You're and, about and to have a like, good well, time. No, no, no. I was I was listening. I was listening. Hey guys, I fucking love you guys. I really. <laughs> hey guys, guys, I love you guys. Nope. I get it. I get it. I, I get hey it. Guys? I get it, man. How would you like to make a bet? If you like going to where the action doesn't stop, to places like Las Vegas, the Caribbean, Atlantic City. I'll bet this Players Club car can save you big on your hotel rooms and air travel. You'll get airfares guaranteed to be lower than any available scheduled fare. I'll bet we'll get you lower room rates at our hotels than you'll find in any newspaper ad, or we'll pay the difference. <laughs> if you're looking at a newspaper for a hotel rate... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, I know that that's probably how things used to work, maybe. Yeah, pro probably. Probably. <laughs> I do realize, like, the internet ruined all of this. Right. But, yeah. But, like. What was the scam to this? I mean, how much did it cost to be in the Players Club? It was Ooh. like a timeshare, basically, right? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like buying the metro book you know like the uh, mm -hmm. the those big the coupons. entertainment yeah the, the entertainment coupon book but i have to imagine that the players club was like trying to get people in but then once you got in it was like yeah a timeshare whereas it's like well you can get that room rate okay i need it for this weekend well we don't have it for that we can get you a room but it's going to be a two times the normal rate well I don't want to do that. Well, it's sold out if you were to call them, but we have a room. Look, can I just talk to Telly? <laughs> and I'm talking places like Caesars and the Sands in Atlantic City and right here at the New Riviera in Las Vegas. I'm talking up to 60% off. And not just weekdays and off-season. I'm talking prime time, baby. <laughs> well, now who looks stupid, Matt? Oh. <laughs> hey, you got me. Pay up to 50% less for shows, always 25% less for meals and drinks. Call Players Club now. The information free, and so is the call. You can bet on it. 
Players Club. It's a sure thing. New members get two free nights in Las Vegas, Lucayan Beach, Bahamas, or Atlantic City when the club books their flights. Call toll-free 1-800-472-3300. So wait, the Players Club was, was not a credit card? Like this was like a... It was no, a membership it's like a, a membership discount club. So huh. sort of like, like they were travel agents almost? Yep, let's see. Uh, the company was founded by brothers David and Edward Fishman in 1984. The company was originally known for its Players Club, a service which offered discounts on rooms, shows, and dining at various casinos in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, and outside the country. Club members paid 125 for the first year's membership and a lower fee for annual renewals. The company advertised heavily on late-night TV with actor Telly Sabalas. In a time when casino gambling was only available in Nevada and Atlantic City, casino ownership was much more fragmented than today, and mass marketing was unheard of for casinos. Oh, it proved very <laughs> popular. That's not bad at all, 125 bucks. I mean, in I mean for like 19, 1984, yeah. 1985, that was, that was a bit more. Well, I think that was the thing, though. Like, that's kind of the thing with all of this is like, you, how many times are you really going to use it? So then they got you for 125, and maybe you can make it work. Maybe you, maybe they were a little bit better because it was the casinos, and they're like, "We've got a thousand room hotel. Yeah, we'll give you a block of a hundred. You mm -hmm. can sell them for half the rate, and we'll stay booked up. You know, if you can guarantee that you can book a hundred rooms a night, we'll give you a hundred rooms." So maybe it did work out a little bit better, but it's still like. Well, and I mean, if you if you really were going to Vegas and, and places like that, you know, more than once a year, you know, maybe three or four times a year, then it probably did Pay. make sense because it probably did save you a bit of money. Yeah, yeah, you just go, you win all that money and then uh, it pays for itself. My father in law <laughs> is my father in law is a frequent visitor to casinos he, he likes um the bellagio um that that is one of his favorite casinos i do believe and he doesn't spend a ton of money he's not a high roller or anything like that but even like in the minuscule amounts of money that he spends they have given him pillows they've given him airpods they've given him beats headphones and it's all like, yeah, just keep coming back, and and we don't care how little money you spend here. Every money, yeah. every dollar you spend, we love. Well, so uh, <laughs> my uncle, uh, my aunt and uncle, used to go to Vegas. Uh, I mean, you know, not every week, but they they would go, you know, infrequently. Uh, and my my uncle's game is baccarat. And in one trip, he wanted enough to buy a Prius in cash. And then they were um, obviously encouraging him to come back. So they would comp the room. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, you know, that's free my, meals, that's free what drinks. That's my father-in-law gets. It's like free yeah. room. Yep. And so the next time he went, he got enough cash to buy another Prius. He knows Did Baccarat, he buy two, two Priuses or is that just how he how he? No, that's that's, money. that's <laughs> no. He and my aunt both Look, had Priuses. I'm on a Prius. I'm on a Prius based financial system here. <laughs> Please don't tell me how much money that is. Please tell me how that how much money that is in quarter Priuses <laughs> or percentage of Prius. You think I'm going to pay one seventy fifth for a suit? You're out of your fucking mind. One seventy fifth of what? A Prius. A Prius. Get your head out of your head. <laughs> this this is a really one one hundredth of a Prius. Hmm. Uh, it's it's how much? It's one one hundredth of a Prius. Yeah, just is, okay. Just picture a Prius. A lot, okay, just picture a Prius. Are you looking? Do you know this? Do you know the current market value for a Prius? Yeah, no. By the way, this is crypto. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Prius coin. Fine, fine, fine. Last year's current value for a Prius. Last year's value for a Prius. Fine, All right, fine. 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 Whatever, we'll whatever. For, we'll call it forty thousand dollars. However, you gauge numbers. 
We'll call it forty thousand of your American dollars. Now me, imagine that Prius me, is split one hundred. To me, that's one Prius. <laughs> <laughs> this is crypto. Then we are describing crypto. Now, with one Prius, you can get the ability to buy this NFT of this monkey farting into a into a giraffe's mouth. And that's a one of one. That's yours. By the way, I love NFTs, but uh, they are ridiculous, and I enjoy how ridiculous they are. Matt, you pick up all those uh, crazy frogs. <laughs> so, crazy frog, if you remember, Jamster was like this service that would put music on your cell phone in the late 90s. Oh, I wonder if you YouTubed it, what would come up right now. Oh, you want me? (laughs) Well, maybe they sponsor the next one. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, maybe we'll get into that. Yeah, okay. Um, And we're ring, ding, 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 (laughs) back. Oh, now we get to meet Robert Hayes. The lovers. And and, uh, Mr. C's wife. And they're in the bus terminal. He's sending her to New York City. And to he's the Arm, Arm Brewster Hotel? Yep. Yeah. And uh, I will be there as soon as I can. I have to wait for the bank to open up so I can get a little bit of money for us. Again, 80s problems. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's it. We're good, baby. All right. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. Hey. Hey, let me take a look at that haircut one more time. <laughs> Let me make sure it's very recognizable. Okay, great. What a great haircut. Anyway, never going to come in and never going to be important again. See you later. (laughs) Then we we get to see his boss-ass Mustang. This is beautiful. A 70 Mustang, I think, is a 1970 Mustang, I think is what they said. Looks beautiful. How many Priuses do you think it it would be Oh, that's easily, that's a half Prius right there. In 80s money? I'd say like 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 a, a... Prius and a quarter. Okay, I was I didn't know it was like two or three Priuses. Not that much. In that mm-hmm. in that a 1970 Mustang now? Yeah. In that condition? Yeah. I'd say I'd say that that would be oh, over that would be, a oh, Prius. today in today's oh, money. Yeah, in today's in today's money. Oh yeah, that's doing a half. In today's Prius. Prius. Would, yeah, I mean that we would have we would have to adjust the Prius for right. 1985 money. Right, and then it would be half Prius. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, everybody cool out. <coughs> Here we go. Mongo from Blazing Saddles shows up. It <laughs> <laughs> just throws a tire on his car. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, run. Run. Yeah. Because you just had a conversation with the mobster's wife where she says, you don't know these guys. These guys fuck you up bad. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw the guy, I was like, we got to get out of here. A, He's a leg breaker for the mafia, dude. As soon as you can tell, this guy has a catchphrase, and it's boingo. Like, no, get run, don't walk, to get away from this dude. Well, I'll tell you what this guy, what Mongo loves is a good hay pun. Yeah. Love, just lo- not even a hay pun. Just loves answering the question. Hey, uh, there's for horses and some cows and right cross. <laughs> Knocks Robert Hayes the fuck out. They take him to the uh, the penthouse um, and concurrently, uh, somebody's planting a bag of was it heroin in his car? I yeah, it was. It coke, was but it sounded like I, they were I think he was. Heroin. I think he was Mr. Kresner's driver, mm. judging okay. by the way he was dressed anyway. So yeah, he plants a bag of heroin in the tennis bag, and then when Kresner is. Um, kind of revealing his plan, monologuing, so to speak, to uh, Norris. He's talking about how uh, his, you know, his his guy is going to call the police in ten minutes, and he's going to start talking about 1970s Mustangs and bags of heroin, uh, and you know, then they're going to come get the tennis pro with the with drug, a drug record. Yeah, with a drug record. So. And, and who? Yes, who's had some some prior drug charges. Yep. And uh, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I see what the setup is here. But then it starts to take this turn where he's like, but uh, there is a little action we could put on this. A little. Yeah. Unless you want to take a wager. A little wager, if you don't mind. 
And that's when um, Mr. C and Mongo just become what I like to call perverts for bets. (laughs) (laughs) They love them. These guys might as well just pulled out their red rockets and started stroking them right there because they are so excited. Hot for bets. They're hot for some bet action. Robert Hayes is befuddled, but, he, but Kressner is like, and then you, you see that ledge? You can walk around the whole building, and if you make it, you get a goop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if he makes it around the building, he gets how much money was it? All the uh, money. 10,000. 10,000 bucks. Yeah, 10,000 bucks, and uh, he'll he'll let his wife go. So basically, he gets to You'll escape. Get my wife. Jen, I'm sorry. How much does he get in Priuses? <laughs> it's totally fair. That is a really fair. <laughs> it's a real. It's like a quarter Prius. <laughs> and which is why Robert Hayes asks as he's stepping out onto the ledge. I, I, I gotta ask. <laughs> That's 0.25 Prius, right? I know they have not been invented yet, but I gotta know. How, How many Prius? Prius? 0.25 Prius. Got it. Great. Perfect. Thanks. Oh wow, Prius is doing really good in this market. It's like forty thousand for one Prius. So they they break down what the bet is. R- uh, Robert Hayes gets himself out there, and then uh, there's a lot of discussion. Oh, but there is a moment once he's out there that there and he's he's on the ledge for the first time that he kind of like uh, Mr. Crustner runs through his apartment, and then uh, he runs across his bed to reveal it's a waterbed. Yeah, that was oh, so I didn't, weird. I don't. I didn't recall it being a waterbed. Oh yeah, it's a waterbed because uh, that motion in the ocean is very predictable, and that just makes me think of when Ted had a waterbed, Chad. That's what I was thinking of that as well. Yeah. And uh, if I remember properly, the heating element sure was was, was broken. broken. <laughs> and Ted's bedroom at the time was actually the sun porch. <gasps> In this house in Pontiac. <laughs> so, oh, we used to, when we started dating, we would sleep on this. We would sleep on an iceberg. It was, we were, we were Rose and Jack. How did you not catch hypothermia in that I, thing? I was, I was 20. I'm sure I did. I didn't care. I'll tell you, we kept busy in that. That's how we did. We, we were, heated it up yeah, the old-fashioned right. way. If this waterbed's moving, don't come bother Groovin. us. Grooving. And if it's not, call the police because we've died. We've died of hypothermia. We've call di- the Coast Guard. We've died like Jack in the Shining. <laughs> there was just there was a two one of year. white faced icicles hanging. There was one year. I'm sure I've talked about this, but. <clears throat> Not only did the waterbed have no heat, uh, the heat had been shut off in the house, the rental house, because uh, they did not pay the bill. And Ted was the only one who had a real job and just was not going to pay it on principle. So it was winter in this in this unheated flop house in Pontiac. Uh, yeah, on this little iceberg. And I remember going to my mom's house to get like load up a truck full of firewood to try to the house. Nice. And then I, I think there was eventually just a party to pay the bill. That is the, that is such a answer when you have no money. I'll just throw yep. a party. Yeah. We'll yep. use money we don't have to buy a keg. Yep. And then we'll charge five dollars <laughs> a cup. And if we invite fifty people, fifty times five is like how no, many Priuses? Point one two Prius. <laughs> The problem is the gas, though, which you wouldn't think you would have with a Prius, but like the charge converting it from Prius to oh, yeah, 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 yeah. or anything. The transaction yeah. fees in Prius, it's it's easily 0.05 Prius just to buy yeah. uh, 0.1 Prius worth of NFTs. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, it's the stupidest. Uh, so he's on the ledge. He's on the ledge, and I think when he first gets out there is a good time to take a break because really the rest of it is there's not much to it being yeah. on the ledge so we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. 
Champ is here. The number one target from Europe is finally available in the U.S. Text Crazy 1 for the Polys are part of the Giant Plan. Text Crazy 2 for the Masters part of the Real Tone Plan to 7 55 55 now jamster <laughs> there wasn't a moment of that commercial that made sense send crazy one for something you've never heard of before this was 2005 god i thought it was 90 oh well no it wouldn't have been 90s because it was for your cell phone okay yeah 599 oh, for internet enabled phones Fucking hell. Now available for T-Mobile in singular. Oh, that takes oh, me back. Oh, God. Yeah. That's crazy. Frog. Ding, 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 ding. Album out soon. Oh, good. I don't... One second. <laughs> Ding 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 Does he have a tiny frog dick? He totally has a tiny <laughs> frog dick. Okay. And they're acting I did, like I did I did not see it. They're acting like it is not a big deal. And sure. It's just flopping uh, around there. Like that's not great. Not great. I Matt, you didn't see I, the frog I, dick? I honestly did can you go back so I can see the frog dick, please? Sure. Yeah. What's going on right here, Maddie? <laughs> that <laughs> that And it flops around. That ain't no belly button, baby. Does it have balls? It looks like there might be balls. Under I there. didn't. I I, I I only saw the dangler. I didn't. Oh God! I, Back you, it up. I got it. We got it. Matt, can you enhance this four hundred percent, please? Sure. Ding 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 ding. There's like a there's like an angle. Yeah. That there's looks the like dangler there's like a and the shadow. angler. I think there's I think he has balls. Did you ever buy a ringtone for your phone? No. Yes. Oh. I mean not like no, not like this. Like on the Apple store, like I'd buy like a song or something. See, I never did. I never did. I always just used music that was on my phone. Oh, yeah. Well, you've you've been uh, in the more technically advanced uh, Android phones for a long time, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like my my ringtone right now is Astro Zombies. <laughs> yep. Well, that's a good that's a good song for a ringtone. Man, Crazy Frog sucks. I, well, so now it's an NFT, right? Yeah. So here's the deal. So the people who <laughs> created Crazy Frog have created a Crazy Frog NFT. So let's see if I can get on a. Uh, Good old NFT Twitter here, which I am a uh, participant of. And let's do Crazy Frog NFT. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It is so much unnecessary drama from the Crazy Frog people. (laughs) It's so stupid. So I guess... What we've got is the crazy frog people. Okay, what's depressing about this whole situation is the crazy frog people don't even want to do an NFT, but the producer does. This is their genuine attempt to try and make the NFT stuff fail. <laughs> 2000 crazy frog. 2005, I was the world's most hated frog. 2021, I am the world's most hated frog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here's the thing. I'm not going to send, I'm not going to spend 0.05, uh, Priuses. Priuses I'm, on mm-hmm. Crazy Frog. On Crazy no. Frog. I can guarantee you that. No. I'll tell, tell you, you that, that for free. free. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, are we we're back? back? Yay! Uh, so now it's just it's just like a haunted house. Basically, he's yep. going around the outside, mm-hmm. and then Kressner keeps popping up, doing dumb shit to bother him. So there's only he, uh, really two moments that need to be called out. A pigeon lands and starts pecking at Robert's feet. Yes. Who and he is he's cursing himself for loading his ankles with bird seed that right. day. Why did he do it? Why did I put the bird seed covered in food coloring in my socks? Right. So this bird is pecking at him and he gets to a spot that's like an alcove in of cousin of course there's an alcove there. And then he goes Take this, you flying shithouse. And boots this pigeon. Matt, you've just got to play it. There's two noises you know you've got to play. All right. So here's noise number one. Amazing, amazing Foley work in this episode. Oh, some of the best. Yeah. Trying this, you flying shit house. Why is there a chicken noise for a pigeon? I don't know. I mean, to but be fair, none of us have ever kicked a pigeon, so I we was don't just know about to say, I've makes. never kicked a pigeon. Well, Matt's coming in with sweeping, sweeping generalizations. Maybe I've kicked a hundred pigeons, Matt. You don't know. Well, I got drunk all true. of a sudden. Sorry. Hey, man, <laughs> it's my kink, and don't yuck my yum. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it is, it's just funny. It's yeah. just funny. It's uh, fun. It's fun. It's good times. It's good, clean fun. There's also, a pigeon. There's also a moment in the uh, climbing around where they pop out of the window, and he has, like, a horn. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think I think it's earlier, man. I think I think it was actually before the pigeon. It is before the pigeon. There it is. There it is. So they have this horn and um, it gets knocked out of um, Kressner's hand or it just drops out of Kressner's hand. And this is the sound it makes when it hits the uh, the ground. That is possibly my favorite noise of all time. Great horn foley. Well, Robert Hayes gets around, and here's a question I have for you, and I'm not being uh, supercilious or or goofy around this. Hyperbolic was the word I was looking for. Not being hyperbolic about this. (laughs) Do you think Kressner sets up some of these obstacles? Because when he gets to this lighting thing, it falls way too perfect. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would... Yeah, the lighting thing was a little unbelievable. I I have a harder time thinking that he has has trained a pigeon to attack a man's ankles. Well, I mean... Well, maybe that's your kink, Matt. I don't know. That is pigeon training? (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Tiny ankle torture. The tiniest ankles. So my, my question here is... When he gets, when he, okay, so Robert Hayes has made it like three quarters of the way around the building. And he's mm-hmm. kind of like at the last mile. And that's where the, he's on the same level as the big, huge lighting for the casino name is. And it's a big circle and it has like a T and a V in it or a C or a, who cares. <laughs> and his idea is like, let's not climb with it. Let's try to like hop onto it. Like this is where yeah, I wasn't I wasn't there, but I guess if the if the logo, if that like neon sign had some dimension to it, maybe he had to do that. Like maybe if he was on the ledge, it would like there wasn't maybe it blocked the ledge. Well, I would imagine it would have blocked the ledge, but I would have just like hung on to dear life to try to get my foot to the other part of it. I don't know. Mm. The whole thing with the light was so to to me it it looked like he was trying to get around the letters to put his feet on. Mm. Mm. But I could I could I could be wrong. I mean I 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the clumsiest part, and it just sets it up mm-hmm. for the T to fall down and for him to hold on to it, which he never would be able to do because no human has that mm-hmm. much grip strength right. for that amount of time. Uh, but anyway, he successfully does it because it's a movie, and then uh, we get back into the penthouse. And he's a tennis pro. That's if, correct. If anybody's going to be able to have grip strength, it's a tennis pro. Right, just gripping that racket. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's um, back they're back in the penthouse. Robert Hayes is is back on dry land. He's off the ledge. He's there with Kressner. So we could we could hear before he got into the room that Kressner was setting him up. And the cat was sitting there like around the corner, like eavesdropping on the whole thing, which was very mm-hmm. funny to me. <laughs> so the cat was in on the double cross. And let's just say that um, uh, a f- he walks in, and Kressner says the line, the line, which is like, "All right, all right, Robert Hayes," which makes his <laughs> valet come in with the silencer pistol because he is a bad sport or a bad loser. Yeah, Sorry. he he never welshes on a bet, but he is a very poor loser. So inside the bag with the money is his wife's head. It's so good that we saw her head before, so we knew it was her head with right. that haircut. Yep. <laughs> it's a real... It's a real... Um, That's something good to show in filmmaking. <coughs> if you're going to have a head in the third <laughs> act, you should see it before. In the first act. Yeah. It's Chekhov's head. <laughs> 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 Well, if you see see a head in the first first act, act, it's going to come off. off. (laughs) It's got to come off in the third act. Check off that. And so then, like, a fight ensues. Um, Well, the cat trips the. um, The the, Yeah, the henchman. His gun goes flying. And I think that. Well, Robert Hayes. that's That's when Norris. Goes grabs the gun. Uh, the the valet runs down the hall, and uh, he, Norris shoots him in the back twice, yep. and then puts the gun on Cressner, uh, and then he basically starts giving the lines that Cressner gave him. Yes, about you know I've got a I've got a wager, and uh, then cut to Cressner uh, on the ledge, and he's talking about all the money he'll give him five million, you know, whatever. And like, and uh, he's not he having shoots. any of this. He's not having any of it. And he's basically like, earlier in the assault, he did kick him one more time with what I like to call his old pigeon kickers. Mm-hmm. Like he just, you know, he's like, I've fucking, I have leveled a pigeon tonight. Kicking you is nothing <laughs> to me. This is my dream is kicking you, Crestner. I, 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 I have a bloody ankle <laughs> covered in bird seed. <laughs> Uh, so Cressner uh, is experiencing the same thing with the bird. The bird's pecking at his ankle, and uh, that's what. Yes. that's what gets him off the ledge, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He he shoes it away with his foot, loses his balance, and falls off. And uh, the cat is, <laughs> the cat is below at this point. Um, like it got out of the building and it's running under, and it sees. Cressner falling and gets under a car and we don't see Cressner hit we just see the cat's pov and we hear the noise matt can we please yeah hear we're gonna hear noise? that because what we also just didn't mention there so it's like all right robert hayes has Cressner on the ledge he's walking around and with the cat the cat sees the horn like it is a pan with the cat right by the horn He's like, oh. He sniffs it? The horn that they filled with cat food. Here comes a pigeon. This fall is interminable. really love those uh, Lord of the Ring animation. Yeah. 
real Frank Zappa, the Dwarf Nebula yep. processional march in Dwarf Nebula. <laughs> uh. And that is the segment, or the episode as we like to call it. Uh, here we go. Do Let's go to the writer's room. Is there anything we would change? Um, it's very self-contained. I had yeah. one outstanding question, which is, where'd Mongo go? Yeah, he took off. Why would he have left? Yeah, uh, why wasn't he the thug with the gun? Well, I guess if this guy owns the casino and is like a big time mobster, maybe he has a ton of these guys. Yeah, probably. I just that was. Oh, a... oh, wait, was Mongo off cutting the head off of uh, Honey Baby? Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe he was the one who delivered the wife. Who knows? I don't know. I was just like, where'd Mongo go? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there's a few things with the how'd you get her off of the bus. How'd you get it there so far? How long was he on the ledge? I mean, it's a who cares in the scheme of things, but yeah. it, it's just one of those, like, don't think about it too hard because uh, it is just a movie. Also, yeah, I'll see how the third act goes or the uh, the third story goes, but the cat thing, especially because of how much danger they're putting this poor cat through. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm not a fan of it. It just isn't aging as well as it probably could have if they Mm -hmm. if it was just three stories i'd almost be better with that i mean obviously creep show took the comic book the ec comic uh piece you know it'd be nice to see the cat have a little more like magic powers i guess i would feel i would feel better about the cat's safety Right. Or because lines. Just look, can we just get just a couple of lines. Can we get that cat talk? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Would you like the cat the to have magical powers or talk about your everyday problems? <laughs> right. It's <laughs> what I want in relationships too. <laughs> I just want that cat's butthole to be CGI. Yeah. <laughs> um rum tum tugger is I want it to be rum tum tugger. I just he gotta be. He gotta yeah. be. Uh well. Jen, give us a scale. Oh, let's see. Scale of 1 to 10 Priuses. Prius? It's an 8. Solid 8. I'll give it a 7. Uh, I give it a 6.5. 6.5? Oh. Here is something I am noticing. I just like I like the stories so much, and I like how they're told. But these have so far have not necessarily been scary. No. No, not really. I, you know, I think this movie. Gets yeah, this lost. is this is more thriller territory yes. or like psychological you know, suspense. Yeah. Suspense. There you go. I think that's what kept me away from this when I was a kid because it wasn't there weren't any monsters. And if uh, there in any the monsters, third one, in the third, in the third act, there is. Yeah, yeah. That that's the big horror that's the, the vignette. But yeah, yeah. I mean. Eight is very respectable. Six point five is very understandable, and seven is probably where it actually should be. Um, but you know what? So we're all right. We are all correct because yeah. we have balanced out our. It is now seven Priuses. Yeah. <laughs> which is thirty six, three hundred sixty thousand dollars. Oh, what? A oh, diff- I never think about the dollar amount. I guess. Yeah, I, I stop think thinking about, about fiat. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's so stupid. I never do the conversions anymore. No, no one yeah, one Prius equals one Prius. Exactly. It's just save yourself the headache. Um. Oh my gosh! What a delight to what talk about app. this movie with you. What a Yay. what a delight. What a fun app. Um. You know. We we put out some feelers for some more movies. Uh, we're gonna keep doing this for a while, and um, who knows who knows what's next, guys. We might take a break at some point. We have to do the Angel movies, and oh, there are three of them. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. So let's count. We'll we'll call those. We'll call that a, a film anthology. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, yes, that's, yes how gonna, that's how we're gonna just well, wiggle that in there. We have to talk about Glitter Man or whatever his name. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Glitter. Glitter. Yeah. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. This is episode two hundred and two of the show. We've oh. done over two hundred episodes of Transmissions oh from God. the Dark Side. Um, yeah, which is I love it. Which is insane. 
How did that happen? We just keep doing it. Um, thanks everybody for your patience. I have been so sick this month, and my family has been so sick this month, uh, which is which has pushed it out. But I've tried to stay on the weekly cadence, um, and and uh, we're we're trying to record and we're trying to make sure that we have these episodes for you because we love doing them, and mm-hmm. we love the feedback that we get from you. And uh, yeah, there we go. So, uh, guys, did I forget anything? Um, uh, try to enjoy, try the, to enjoy daylight. the daylight. Yeah, try to enjoy the daylight. Yeah. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.